All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Any long that game, and shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? To define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is... uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Savage. Savage opening for a Savage Podcast. Real Life. Very special episode this week. We've got a lot of familiar but unfamiliar to the nation real life faces in the downstairs room. It is Coombe's birthday. Happy birthday, Coombe. Thanks. And we're going to do a special show because Jay is not here and because Chalmers is off doing God knows what. We're going to do a different show this week and it's all what Coombe wants to talk about with a few caveats. We can't talk about sports because if I have to listen to Blue Jay's bullshit, I'm going to stop listening to this podcast and I'm one of the 12 listeners. Coombe, are you ready for blinding fame? Do you, want me to, do you want me to start things off with my first of my handful of hypothetical questions? Well, let's assume everybody on the podcast, all 12 of them, don't know who you are. So let's start with that. Okay. Who are you? I'm Coom. And you do what? Uh, produce the content. For whomst? Uh, uh, predominantly, I would say, if I had to rank my output, I would say, number one, I produce the most posts for Blue Jays Nation. I run <laughs> that website. Yep. <laughs> Uh, number two, I would say Oilers Nation is my second, Ooh, my good second one. post. One of my favorites. I, I produce a handful of posts on there. Yeah. Then number three would be probably the Leafs Nation. The Leafs Nation. And then my my fourth priority right now is Canucks Army. Uh, of I'm course. all over the grid. You're all over the place. You're one of the most prolific writers I've ever seen. Ever. Ever, ever, Coom. You pump out content like nobody else. Like a young Jonathan Willis. Who's very prolific. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you're aware of him. 
I've, not I've, a talker? I've heard of him. Not a talker, Coon? No, I've never, I've never spoken in my life. Uh, I'm just feeling really nervous. I've never. Are you really? No. Oh, no. I was just. <laughs> no <laughs> one's just, listening. I took yet. a big sip of this really like oh, yeah. stiff ass drink. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of. Okay, that's, that's cool. That's cool. You're drinking Starlinichka vodka, correct? Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, a, that's a smooth transition. Smooth transition. Totally unedited. Coom, we birthed our episode. One of the things we want to do is we want to talk about some famous Coom hypotheticals. You're big at this at Nation HQ. You come up with a think piece that will make us all think for hours and hours on end. Hit us with a Coom hypothetical and let's all go down the line. So with the Toronto Raptors fresh in my mind, I've got two sort of similar related NBA related questions for you guys. The I thought first, we weren't allowed to yeah, talk no about sports. sports. Come on. Well, no, we're not talking about current sports. We're talking about the business of sports, which is something we can talk about in the podcast today. Okay. I know that fair. we're going to get into <laughs> yeah? some later stuff. All right. The first thing is, would you guys trade... West Edmonton Mall right now in order for the Toronto Raptors to become the Edmonton Raptors. Oh, so it's just picked up and moved wholesale out yeah, there? Yeah, they just, they just play here. Now they're called the Edmonton Raptors. Question. Maybe they even changed the name from Raptors to something else, like the... The Malls. The Stallions, the Malls, the, the Mall Rats. Malls. What stadium parts. would the Raptors be playing in? Uh, maybe they play at like the Agricom, where the Edmonton Stingers are playing. I don't know. So we, we just get the team, we don't get the building. Well, they're not going to uproot the ACC and bring it over here. Not in your fanciful scenario where we're trading West Edmonton Mall. Yeah, exactly. But Can't they just gonna... bring their arena out in the same truck that brought the mall out there? Well, I mean, yeah, so we're going to... up. I don't know if we're uprooting and moving Wem to Toronto if this is a trade. Like a one-for-one one Peter Torelli trade. But this is like... The mall is now gone. And the Raptors are now here. But there's no other infrastructure attached to the Raptors. We just have the Raptors. Let's start Nation Chris. Thoughts? Um, the deal's not good enough if I don't get the building. Like, if the Raptors, if I'm going to have to go watch the Raptors at, like... You're okay with just watching them at, like, Rogers? What's wrong with that? The Leafs and the Raptors play in the, I same, don't know. I, in the I, same barn? I want some kind of infra- infrastructure in return for Wem. They and, do play in the same arena? Yeah, because the they're owned by the same owners. They're all owned by MLSE. All the Toronto professional sports teams, except for the Blue Jays, are owned by the same company. So what happens when, like, the NBA schedules a game on a Leafs game? Never. So they're, like, that powerful? Yeah. I haven't been to the water park at Wem in about seven years, but I still wouldn't give it up. I would stick with Wem. You wouldn't give up Wem to have a professional NBA team in Edmonton. No, I couldn't. You, could. you wouldn't give up like going to like Simon's in order to have like Kawhi Leonard walk the streets of Edmonton. Nope, but it's not just Simon's. It's uh, it's <laughs> Bourbon Street. It's Bourbon Street. Urban Outfitters. It's the, the three, Internet Cafe. It's the three different Chinese restaurants in the one uh, cafeteria. It's very valuable. It's also the indoor hockey rink with the sky roof ceiling. It's the whale tail, which was brought out and then returned to the mall. It's the submarine. So Chris doesn't give a fuck about the Raptors at all. No, I'm into Wem right now. Chris likes Wem. Let's hand it off. Nation Dan, this is a very difficult scenario. It's a tough question to... uh, I wasn't expecting this, but... uh, Well, you're on the ball. You you know, uh, I I think I might give up phase one and phase two for the Raptors. But a phase but three you, is the whole mall. You can't give up phase three. You're getting you, the whole mall is getting wiped. Actually, part of the situation is everybody evacuates the mall and we watch it get exploded. So it doesn't get moved. It just no, gets it detonated. Blow, it gets blown up. I appreciate Chris's strategy though of trying to take the uh, formerly known as the ACC Arena away from Toronto, so they didn't have a place to watch hockey anymore unless they go to Rico Coliseum. If we did a, a straight one for one and say they flew Wem on a few helicopters and put it where ACC is, the Leafs could play. At the Ice Palace. At yeah, WEM, which is true. now West Edmonton Mall of Toronto. I think it would upset Toronto, and I appreciate what Chris is doing there. I still wouldn't make the trade, though. 
We've got a lot of Wem homers here. Yeah, you guys love Wem a little bit too much. I don't yeah. even think it's the best mall in the city. I think Kingsway is better. That's absurd. You sure? Yeah. I mean, Kingsway's King, Kingsway's done some renos in the last couple of years, and and they've converted to a very good mall. But uh, but Wem still takes a cake. Kingsway's hallways are the most confusing mall I've ever been in. Like you head down one hallway. And you're in like an arm of the mall that you're, you know, you, you can't get out of. The only way to get to the next place is to double back. Yeah, you have to take an LRT to yeah. get back. Is it to more the confusing than Wem's underground tunnels, which connect all of the Grimasians homes? See, you've told me that, but I don't. I haven't seen the tunnels yet. I know you've been in all of them. You dug them all. Oh, there's tunnels between there's the houses. That's legit real. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, this was when the mall was built in the '80s. The Grimasians were worried during the Cold War that Edmonton was the center for a potential nu- nuclear attack from the uh, the Red Army. Because we're an oil hub. Mm-hmm. And they built underground tunnels to connect all their homes. How old you say you were, Coom? How old I'm are you a, turning? I'm a 26. Unbelievable. You've accumulated a lot of life. You know so much about Edmonton history. I worked at Wem Water Park for a, uh, a year and a half, and I learned a lot about West Edmonton Mall during those days. Is it true that one of the first things you have to do at the water park in the morning is clean up all the dead cockroaches? Uh, no, the cockroaches aren't actually that bad. There is cockroaches, but you don't really see them. Really? Because the I was told I they would saw... be like on the stairs and stuff. No. The only time I saw cockroaches is when we had to fill the inner tubes up. You'd grab like an old pile of tubes that weren't filled up and there'd be like 15 cockroaches that run away. Yeah, it was pretty gross. Because they came in the palm trees is what I heard. Yeah, there was uh, there's like a the natural plants and vegetation and they, that attracts that. I the think humidity. the bigger concern though is like mice. And there's a lot of mice at Wem. A lot. Really? Lots. I've never seen Probably like one 500 mouse. million. 500 million mice. Are they included in the trade? Every like monstrosity with Wem is gone. All the mice. All the mall rats. I remember how the, there's more subs at the mall than there is in the Canadian Navy. Do you remember that? More what? Submarines. There's like three subs. Well, you in meant the subs and submarines. Delicious sub like sandwiches. Locations. Ah yes. No, the subs in the deep sea adventure outnumber the Navy subs. Does that get included in the trade? Everything. So you lose that big fucking pirate ship. You lose Galaxy Line. You lose Cosmo. You lose Simons. You lose the movie theater and the dragon that breathes fire. The gun range? Yeah, the gun range, the shoot, shoot, shooting range. I think you spent way too much time at West Edmonton Mall as a child, and now you have no love for it. Is this an ad for West Edmonton Mall? Coom, switch it up. Give me another hypothetical. It sounds to me like everybody here cares more about the specifics of what they lose with the mall than getting an NBA team. Yeah, I was really shocked and a little saddened to see that you guys aren't interested in acquiring the Toronto Raptors. But... You know why? It's because we have the Stingers now. And that's why I have no interest for the Raptors. Chris, the intern, recently became a season ticket holder of the Stingers. He's going to be oh, sitting courtside at every game. Are you? It's gonna no, be... but I wish. That'd be fun. <laughs> I think. Courtside of the Stingers, hey? Courtside of the Stingers. Just yelling guys' names out, giving them pats on the bums. Just like, you're part of the team. Yeah, yeah. of course. Anyway. So, on to hypothetical question number two. Let's say that uh, a genie came up to you and said, you are only going to be able to eat at three fast food places for the rest of your life. And I'm not talking about just you're only able to, those are the only places you're allowed to enjoy on top of a normal diet. It's also like that's where you're getting literally all of your food from. You are not allowed to buy groceries. You can't eat at a friend's house. You can't go to your parents' house and have them cook for you. The only food you're allowed to consume is that of these three places in which you select. And I'm not talking fast casual. I'm not talking Blaze Pizza or Swiss Chalet or Boston Pizza or anything like that. I'm talking like, just fast food what three places would you pick to be the things that feed you for the rest of your life 
All right. So you popped this question to us uh, last week, and I've had the weekend to think about it. And this is what I've uh, come up with. Number one, Subway, because it takes care of my sandwiches. Also, Subway breakfast is delicious, so it takes care of my breakfast. Is it? Yes. Number two, McDonald's, because it takes care of... McDonald's is, is by far the best burger place ever, uh, so McDonald's handles the burgers. Number three... What did I say for number three? I, I don't, don't know. Oh no! You know what I said? I said I'm, I'd be I could happily die with living off just that, Subway and McDonald's. I don't need a third. That's depressing. But you know what? Just for fun, I'd throw in like booster juice. Ooh, for health. Yeah, for health. Hmm. Bag milk. See, I like uh, Chris's idea of going with. I'm going to agree on McDonald's. I can get an array of items there. My breakfasts, my burgers, maybe a little chicken. Get my coffee. I'll enjoy their coffee. Mm-hmm. Second one, though, I need some kind of vegetables. I need some kind of uh, vitamins. I like Booster Juice. That was a quality ad. I feel like that's a good one. But I need some kind of Asian place. <gasps> like, uh, I'm thinking maybe uh, something in a box. <coughs> something that offers soups. I love my soups. So close. Maybe I could get the double veg, the double protein. There's 12 locations around the city. He's going walk box, isn't he? <laughs> I would add Oodle Noodle to my mix. So I got McDonald's, I got Oodle Noodle, and I want something a little bit different. So I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to throw on, I've never even eaten their food there beyond the ice cream, but I'm going to throw DQ on my list. Just for the ice cream for all time. Yeah, I might want to enjoy an ice cream cake on a Tuesday if I want. So everyone's, uh, I feel like everyone's scorning uh, Wendy's. Nah, see, I love Wendy's. But can I ask you a question? Because I, think... I might change my answer. Do I get Wendy's and Tim Hortons if they're a combo restaurant? Interesting point. See, that's, that's kind of a difficult one. I don't think I would consider that the same place. Because then if that's the case, then I would go with the trio combination, which is Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut, which exists. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. all three in one. That's not fair. That, that, each one is its own thing. See, I do love Wendy's. I do love Wendy's. Spicy chicken sandwich is an elite product. Is Tim Hortons even a, a boon when you're adding Wendy's? Like, Is that a, a plus to Wendy's? Because I think Tim Hortons sucks. I much. love Tim Hortons. I think it's garbage. <laughs> I think what, what, what they do, their whole thing of playing on nationalism is so disingenuous. It's owned by a Brazilian company. That's a bunch of trash. It they're is not. not. Yeah, they're owned by the same company that owns Burger King. It's not a Canadian company. No. Yeah. Brazil. Brazil. No. Yeah. That's that restaurant brand. Like, uh, Berkshire Hathaway has got a big old chunk of Tim Hortons. Do they? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Why not bring a Dunkin' Donuts location up to uh. it? I would trade. Uh, it's an interesting hypothetical. Would you? Uh, <laughs> would you trade the? Uh, would you trade the Edmonton Oilers for a collection of Dunkin' Donuts franchises? I think oh. I might do it. <laughs> get a, Why get don't a- you get in touch with Dunkin' Donuts and power <laughs> through and get them to send you care packages? Well, I'm wearing my Dunkin' Donuts hat right now. I know, but like the product, which I assume you love so dearly, is when much. I go to the states. I usually I'll, I'll get my coffee and bring it back. It's hard for them to send me like an already made iced coffee. In no, it isn't. They can send you up the uh, the prepackaged Keurigs. You're still the same, you know. You just you get that uh, you get that little spark of life when you get it there in person, and you just see the daily grind of the Americans um, going about their American dream, <laughs> drinking their Dunkin' Donuts iced coffee, going about their American dream, liberty and justice for all. Exactly. How can you like Dunkin' and hate Hortons? Because Dunkin' Donuts is just it is what it is. It's just like shitty ass like breakfast shit. But it's, that's what Tim Hortons is. But it's not. Tim Hortons is like. It pretends to be this like nice like uh, you know it's it's, it's Dunkin' got, Donuts plays off patriotism too. They're literally their slogan is America runs on Dunkin', which is accurate. Americans do run on Dunkin'. Uh huh. Whereas Tim Hortons is it's like I'm this like 
nice like 1960s post World War II like nuclear family era like make your coffee at home like your grandma cooks it in a pot and then you drink it but it's owned by a company out of Brazil it's all, it's all a lie it's, it's, a, it's a sham I love my grandma's Tim Hortons coffee <laughs> yeah do you know the history of Volkswagen what about it do you know the history of Volkswagen are you saying that com- companies can't evolve over time no they can't they have to maintain completely still no I'm just saying like I, I just think Tim Hortons product is bad like the coffee is bad. Like really? when you get an ice, yeah, when you get an iced coffee from there, it's like they dumped hot coffee over ice. It sucks. And then I think that people like it because um, they play up this Canadian aspect that I don't that I don't think is real. Like, is is coffee at Tim Hortons even close to as good as a McCafe coffee? No. I don't think no. that a Brazilian company buying Tim Hortons instantly makes it not Canadian. Yeah. It's, like, no, Tim Hortons The Canadian, Canadian part isn't the deal story. breaker. It's not like I like Tim Hortons before. It's just like I think people pretend to like it for that reason. Yeah, but I, I think Wanye said it best when he said that Thank you, Nation Dan. The, the Dunkin' Donuts brand just tried to make themselves America. and But that's fine, though, because their product is good. Is it just because you're not American that you think that, though? Maybe. I don't know. I'm not there all the time. So maybe it's just a trick. you could thing. go to a Tim Hortons donut and bake shop. Are you in America right now? No. No. I'm here right now. Okay. To We're answer in. your question, though, Coop, my hypothetical would be Subway for sure. I'm with Bag Milk on the Dairy Queen idea because you got to have the cold the cold treats True. with the hot eats. If you want a treat to pizza, you go ahead and get there one. There you go. True. And then the other one just slipped my memory. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, because I love breakfast. You gotta go A and W. A and W breakfast. A and W breakfast elite list. product. All for list. real. Yeah. For and sure. you're a big fan of the whistle dog. Yeah. You can still get a hot dog there. You can still get some good chicken there. Yeah. I'm A&W's surprised you didn't the... organically pick Tim Hortons as one of your three places. Uh yeah, but I'm not a big coffee guy. I'm a big energy drink guy. You are a big energy drink. Where are you gonna get your energy drinks from? Be a tough, tough life because nobody sells energy drinks anymore. <laughs> They're just sold at military bases. Yeah. Just battery acid. Wanya, where are you eating? Starbucks. I assume that's part of a chain that it be included in the... Yeah, I can live with Starbucks. Yeah, like I need Starbucks, especially on the road. It's a little cup of home. Uh, Oodle Noodle. Thank you, Bag Milk. Hey, you're welcome. I rely on it for a portion of my living. If it were to go away, I'd be quite <laughs> sad. And then uh, close with McDonald's because you've got a wonderful... Yeah. Although, that gives me... Hmm. No, I'll stay with McDonald's. Delicious. McDonald's also covers your ice cream aspect. Yeah. Not not as good. Not as much variety. That's true. You got blizzards. Little Sunday. Yeah, I get it. it. McDonald's also nice because it's also you know it's open all the time, right? So you pick some of these places like Chris has got Subway. Like how many twenty four hour Subways are? There's only that one off the yeah, just Hanville. A and W twenty four hours. Only a drive through though. What if you get a DUI and you can't go through the drive through? You just walk on through like we did in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, but some drive through windows won't let you walk through. No, then you're stuck. You need to sweet talk them. Although it's tough because I'd really want a Donair. Mm. It'd be hard for me to get rid of Donairs for my entire life. Yeah. McDonald's will come out with a donair. I'm also bummed I'd have to get rid of tacos. That you can never have a... See, Taco Bell is one of those ones you might want to squeeze in there. Taco Bell's got a hell of a menu. But you could like go to an upmarket Mexican restaurant as part of this agreement, couldn't you? You can't. You can only so eat you're saying you can places. only eat junk food? Yeah. You can eat at these three places well, and that's we'll it. be dead. No, Subway's no, healthy. You, Sub- pick, you pick something that's healthy for you. Subway's not healthy. It's mostly gym mats. <laughs> so it's it's like yoga mat bread. Yeah. See, Subway is a you can get salads. Subway's kind of got the same thing going as Tim Hortons. Subway bread and a Bridgestone tire are like two different ingredients away from each other. Cam, you're talking as if you've never had a four cheese toasted bagel with herb and garlic cream cheese from Tim Hortons. What? 
If you've had one of those, then you'd add Tim Hortons to your list. No but you could have bagels at McDonald's now. Yeah, not as good, though. Or you can just not have bagels. They're coming. They're coming for you, Tim Hortons. And you know what? Roll up the rim can kick rocks, too. McDonald's Agreed. destroyed Tim Hortons, in my mind, when they got good coffee. Yeah. Yeah, and what I love what McDonald's does when Tim Hortons launches Roll Up the Rim, they come at you with the dollar coffees. They're like, so all right. Good. One thing, um, so my thing with Roll Up the Rim that I find is really agitating is, so you buy a Tim Hortons project with product, which sucks ass, and the only thing you can win in Roll Up the Rim is more Tim Hortons products. Why would you want to win that? Because we enjoy Tim Hortons. Why? Because it's everywhere. Why do you hate yourself? No, no, it's everywhere. That's false. You can also win a via rail trip. True. <laughs> a mountain bike. <laughs> ATVs, like A I bunch think. of cash. $100 gift card. In, in terms of like the standard prizes you actually win and they don't just like shove in like a random small town so that nobody wins it, which they do because they don't care about Canadians because they're not Canadian. Is this true? Yeah. They put all their winning cups <laughs> in like fucking Carrot Creek. Carrot Creek. Good, good Lord knows where because it's less likely someone's actually going to win. I... I used to. I went to high school with a a kid that his parents had owned like three Tim Hortons, and they all had uh, they all had they had a bunch of the like roll up the rim prizes at their house, so they had like ATVs and stuff that weren't given away. What? That just weren't won or were won, and the cup was thrown away, allegedly. What? That kind of thing. Conspiracy theories. There you go. So they get the prizes shipped to the locations before they're won. Well, I assume that they were just given out to the owners as like a reward. Oh. So this is kind of like, you know, in the episode of The Office when um, Michael's doing the uh, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing and he gives like 10% off paper shipments if you find it and then he accidentally puts them all in one box and then one their biggest client gets half off their entire order. So Tim Hortons is the exact opposite and they strategically put these cups and they're winning cups in the, like different shipments and hordes. So they're like more strategically likely to be like thrown out in the store. I have no idea what we're talking about, but we're going to resume right after this, Nation Real Life. Have you got holes to dig, earth to pack, and roads to build? Then you need to call Jabba Machinery Group. Does your equipment need a service? Yeah, can't fix stupid, but here at Jabba Machinery Group, we can fix everything else. With a full range of parts to keep your equipment running smoothly, Jabba Machinery Group is a family-operated and Alberta-grown business. Here to help build a bigger and better Western Canada. Give us a call or visit us at jappamachinery.com. Jappa Machinery Group. Join the family. Nation Real Life, it's slightly off the rails this week. It's Coombs' birthday, so we've let him come in here and talk about what he normally talks about at Nation HQ, which is an interesting chain of command of thoughts in his head. Who gets priority is anyone's guess. Coom, hypotheticals, what's your third? Hypothetical... This isn't really a hypothetical, but it's something we all love talking about upstairs. And if there was a widely known conspiracy theory that you subscribe to and you 100% think is, 100 think is correct, what is that conspiracy theory? Nation Chris. Oh, Nation Dan, you want to go first? Uh, so it's sports related, but um, most of my life is. Uh, it's the CFL was part actively participating in a conspiracy to bring the best quarterback in the CFL to Toronto to have Toronto win the Grey Cup, the 100th version of the Grey Cup, mm. at home in Toronto. Eric Tillman pulled it off. Nobody stopped him. And then he just went back to his house in Saskatchewan and is probably living there now. So you think Ricky Ray was a gifted to the Toronto Argonauts? Absolutely he was. So we got him free. So the 400 Argos fans in Toronto. Yes. 
to have the to have the league championship won in Toronto by a Toronto team to try and save the Toronto franchise, which was being propped up by the BC Lions owner at that time. Oh. He was paying off all their debts oh. to try and make the league seem seem reasonable. Oh. Um, yeah, and they traded him for a kicker that lasted one year. Wasn't he a left-footed a, kicker too? Yeah. Wasn't he a, murdered? I think so. Probably by the It's a, a loose end being tied up. <laughs> and, uh, and a quarterback that never turned into anything. Who was the QB? Steven Giles. You think Steven Giles didn't turn into anything? Yes. I don't know who he is. There you go. There's <laughs> my conspiracy theory. These are names. <laughs> yeah, that all went over my head. Conspiracy theory that you have, Nation Chris? Um, It has to do more with uh, extraterrestrial. Oh, boy. Thoughts? Coom, you might want to pay attention. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like to hear your opinions on how... Uh, lately, I've been reading stuff about how uh, maybe other foreign countries have been using... Uh, hallucinogens and other types of um, acids to communicate with the uh, extra race that is the alien. What do you mean um, the extra race? Well, just the aliens. What aliens? You know. Where are they? Well, uh, do so, they walk among us in this conspiracy? No. Theory? So there's a new theory that I was reading. Don't know too much about it, so I can't really get too in depth about it. But just on the that, realnews.com.au, <laughs> which is totally the real yeah, news. Yeah, of course. Or they couldn't have that domain. Chris is that, that aliens aren't. We're not. Aliens aren't a body that's living in other planets uh, that like can ex- access the Earth. Real aliens were the friends we made along the way. We um, acts can communicate with. Aliens through drugs and hallucinogens. No shit. Yeah, that's why they're illegal. Well, that's just how. No, no, no. Like we oh. say, say we can't see um, aliens when we're sober, but we're allowed to communicate with them. Like hallucinogens can uh, can take down the barrier, and we can um, communicate with them. Does that make sense? No. Nothing. Jared hey? just gave me the coldest no. Delivered in the history of the little brick house. It was the most recent thing no. I've thought of, and I, I need to uh, do more research. So the next on it. podcast we're going to host is we're going to make Chris do DMT. Yeah, so Chris is going to do ayahuasca, and he's going to be talking Strapped to people. To and we're chair. going to bring well, out a, we're going to bring out a wega board. I'll let you know, but but anyways, the theory behind it is that obviously the government knows and is already communicating with aliens. Cool. Bang milk thoughts. I yeah I I don't know what to say about that. Thanks. I don't know. You've been watching History Channel. Do you believe any alien conspiracy theories? Sure. I mean, I believe that the universe is big and wide and huge enough that there's... So there are aliens? There. Sure, why not? Okay. I, I, I don't feel so narcissistic as to say that we're the only planet with life on it because there's a big old universe out there, and I don't know what's there. Chris, are there aliens? Yeah, there are, but I have lots of questions about it. Why? Honestly, how, what drug do you need to do to see one? Yeah, and why haven't they visited us? Yet? Maybe they're in the same spot that we are, and they don't have the tech to get there yet. Maybe they're in different realities. Could be. Like they, they're lines. here right now, but they're just on a different channel than we are. It's like in Men in Black, they're all wearing costumes. Exactly. Coom, are there aliens? Uh, yeah, that actually ties into something I was going to bring up. <laughs> is Arby's. Arby's. Yeah. Isn't real. <laughs> it's something we all pretend is real, but it's not. Has anyone here actually even been to an Arby's or have you just driven by? I don't know. Maybe you just walk into a warp in time and you think you're going to an Arby's and you're in a different dimension. Mm. But what I was going to say is, so there used to be all kinds of UFO sightings back in like the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, conveniently, when not many people had like cameras on them, right? So what I think UFO sightings were is time travelers traveling back in time for a time holiday. 
And in the future, time travelers are going to go on holidays, not to like a different city, different country, whatever, go to beach resort in Mexico. No, I'm going to go back in time to 1969 and watch JFK get shot from the sky. That's, that's, that's your holiday in the time traveling age. And now nobody, yeah, I mean, I don't know, whatever, right? So now, you know, the, nobody ever sees UFOs in the sky anymore, right? Conveniently when nobody has a cell phone. Why because, is that, I wonder? Because no time-traveling vacationers are going back to now because there's so much photos and footage of right now. We They're know. not allowed by the time travel board? Yeah. Or they already know what right now is like, so there's no point. But it's all, how often in your day, every day, does something cool happen and you want to whip out your phone and photograph it, but you run out of time? That, that's pretty common. So I think it, you it's think if no, you saw a UFO, you would run out of time to take a picture of it. Yeah, I think it'd be gone before I had my phone out of my pocket. One of the things that bugs me about UFO sightings, I think there's aliens for sure, but it's like, oh, we tr- we, we invite we invented uh, technology to travel all the way across the universe, but we have a headlight on this thing, and when we're flying around over Earth, we gotta leave all those lights on. Like God knows we couldn't use <laughs> thermal vision and just be completely invisible and stare at everybody. Like oh, gotta leave the landing gear light on. So that people in Phoenix can see us. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe it's a kind of a thing where you just want to like leave your territory, leave your mark. If you can really come to Earth, you could, we would be so easy to appear visible, invisible to. It, you wouldn't see a UFO if unless they wanted you to. Why? Because they would just have the capacity to be like invisible to the naked eye. I believe. What They're if straight peacocking? What if That's we are just? Before. I think just... a lot of UFOs is like our craft. And it's like easier to blame it on UFOs than to be like, actually, we have anti-gravity technology. But yeah. what if it's just we're just a giant reality television show to aliens, and then they just poked in mm-hmm. to be able to like plant that seed and see how it turned out for them? All right, Dan, do you think that reality, the reality of human life, is actually substantially different than we think? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't. That question is not framing right in my head. Um, like the Matrix type ideas. Like, do you think that like... Do you think we live in a simulation? Do we live in a simulation? Have you heard the, like, the simulationist theory? No, I think we... I think we're such a like... We're such a, a stupid race at the at the root of everything. Speak for yourself, it's just, Dan. It's just fantastic to watch us ruin everything. Like we, ha- we have the, you know, the easy answer to stuff and we just don't do it. Like here, we, here we're watching school shootings happen every day. And we're just like, thoughts and prayers. Move on. Next, next day, you know... A, a building gets blown up and we're like Dan's, yeah, uh, Dan's sitting up. upstairs like Dan what are you doing oh, I'm just watching school shootings greatest hits oh. all day all night <laughs> good <laughs> god I don't know I think I think we're just a fascinating race to watch from the outside and watch us kind of uh, watch the world burn Interesting. so do you think the world is burning um, I think there's there's an aspect to it I think that there's always going to be a way for us to get out of it but it takes a lot of smart people to do that and we're getting dumber so like what are you talking about like environmental destruction um yeah, and I, th- I just think the human race in general. I I really believe that the movie Idiocracy is like a, a real good indication. You can kind of watch how we're trending towards just dumber stuff. And that, that sentence right there explains it. You know, I'm, I'm just getting dumber. What's the as, movie about? I've never, conversation. Never seen, I've never seen Idiocracy. In Idiocracy, uh, there, there is, a, what is it, two, two people in a time travel or in, in a stasis chamber and they are lost to the annals of time. And a thousand years later, they come back, and the world is very different. The world, we have elected a president that doesn't listen to anything and just campaigns on the hot button thing. Like, so a populist. Yeah. Energy drinks are, are everybody's water. Um, 
they can't they don't know how to water plants with water anymore they just water it with energy drinks mm-hmm. uh just probably everything. tim hortons yeah well tim hortons exactly probably duncan but uh yeah i just think that uh i think we're a a, a fantastic race to watch ourselves just stumble over our own feet so, i like the idea of uh, aliens watching us like we're a little petting zoo that's fun makes me feel cute I bet you they watch you at night before you go to sleep, so, Coom, if you understand what I'm saying, wink. So if you believe... Don't look at my search history. <laughs> if you then believe... Now we're going we're gonna to get into some old-fashioned philosophy here. If you believe that we're just being watched by an alien race, do you believe in some kind of like hard determinism where they know exactly what we're going to do and our entire destiny has already been mapped out and we're just fulfilling it? So imagine if life, the existence of life was that of like a VHS and the VHS plays through all the way and then, you know, how you have to, like, make it go backwards and then it can play from the beginning again is existence that in that there's only one true possible outcome and we're just living it out. Oh. Do we have any free will? I think it's more uh, there's no ending to us and that's the fun of that's the fun game that the aliens are playing is they want to see where we take this world and we're not taking it a good direction and they're probably enjoying themselves. So, like, in the, in the like, you ever play The Sims? Yeah. You play The Sims. Of course, you, you made all your friends at school and you, Hell yeah. you made them all. You made them all, <laughs> I mean, you made them all have sex and did fuck things. This is Carl, but it's Sim Carl. <laughs> Chris is sleeping with all the cute girls in Two Hills in his Sims save file. But no, so, so think about The Sims and what it is, like a computer game. Every outcome and every movement and everything The Sims could possibly do is already programmed, right? So if we were then in kind of like a Truman Show reality, would all of our outcomes already be determined? Do we actually have any free will? Define outcome. Like, are you talking like micro, like day to day or like... Yeah, like every, every decision we could possibly make is like mapped out. But you think you're making the decision on your own. Like me debating whether to crack open this Red Bull or not. Mm-hmm. It's being is that controlled. The only, is that the only true outcome and you're just fulfilling it? No, I don't think that It's way. like the Adjustment Bureau. With Matt Damon, like that type of principle where like your yeah. life is totally mapped out in advance and that type of shit. I'm not a train man. Yeah. You don't control where I go. Can't cage this bird. I'm not a train. Yeah. <laughs> bird can't fly in a cage. That's right. I, I think by giving us free will, they've allowed, they can probably predict what our outcome is going to be, but, but we're going to get there. They know how it's going to end but we determine how we get to that end. They know that humans by their very nature have, you know, qualities and tendencies like not, or uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely kind of, kind of idea. And so they just uh, are watching us get to the end, whatever that end may be. It's like watching Taken. Yes. I'm <laughs> seeing Liam Neeson get his daughter back and then watching Taken 2 where you watched Liam Neeson get his daughter back. How many uh, times has this kid, kid yeah. taken? It takes me to an interesting question, Bag Milk. On your Instagram yesterday, I believe it was yesterday, you were following an ant. Yes. How long did you follow that ant for? Hey, man, he had places to go, and I wanted to go. I wanted to know where he was. See, you were the alien. That's right. Watching him. That's you right. knew how it was probably going to end. You knew how he was going to end. Well, how it ended was Frank ate him. <laughs> so, RIP to the ant. So did you he? knew that was oh, going to yeah. happen? I didn't know Frank was going to eat him. But that was a journey we though. took together. Wow, that's uh, that's really life, isn't it, Coop? Yeah, that's uh, somebody's watching us doing that. I'm afraid of what Frank is turning into. First, he was a bird. Oh, he last died. week, absolutely. Now he's just destroying little ants. Hey, protein man, he's in survival mode. Mm. Find aren't a we ant, all? You gotta eat it. Aren't we all? It's highly likely that we're living in some sort of simulation, Coop. 
like very very likely yes. I just find it like very strange it's like this is the I don't I don't necessarily agree with Dan that the world is on fire I think we're led to believe this I think it's in human nature Dan's to, a pessimist to look at the the downside because it like kept us alive in caveman days if you're walking that's our forest, evolutionary chain that's yeah. our anxiety if you aren't like what's behind that tree chances are it was a panther and chances are you were eaten right and your genes didn't get passed on like denim that's why yeah I my ancestors had my ancestors had a pair of jeans and yeah. every time we reproduced we handed off a new pair of jeans yeah yeah it's beautiful it's a beautiful story. This tale is old as time. <laughs> so I think it's far more likely that it's like the year 5,000. Like the Matrix. I honestly think that like the Matrix is could, could could potentially be what we're living in. It's not that far off in my mind. It's a very strange time to be alive in human history, Coop. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Yes. Do you ever see things happen in day-to-day life? You're like, that can't be real. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes you read about things going on in the news and you think, hmm. Like a plane taking off to me is like highly suspect. Think airplanes don't They're exist? very heavy. Do you think something like in the next five to ten years, something like significant is going to happen where you're like, oh man, we're on the next stage of technology? Or do you think it's going to like hap- happen so gradually that like we're just going to be living in it and you don't really realize? There's it? been more technological change in the past five years than like between what was it like 1800 to 2000 combined? Oh, yes, for sure. For yeah, sure. but was there ever a time where you just like snapped your fingers and it was like, oh, we're here already? Or did it just like slow by slow? Did uh, you watch Endgame? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh, wow. Is that a spoiler? Did I just figure out Endgame? <laughs> no. Like, no. did you... like? Just the, you just mentioned the snap. Oh. Uh, like, year after year, a new iPhone came out, and it got significantly better. But, like, I just, like, wonder about the future. Like, is, is it going to, like, happen, and we're just going to clue in that, like... I can't wait till I can hook my phone into my head. Like your contact lenses. Yeah, man. As soon as I'm allowed to put my phone in my head and I'm just like, Doop, text message, I'm in. Wanya, if they made like like contact lenses, electronic contact lenses mm-hmm. that you could like act like it's a computer, would you put them in your eyes? 100%. Would you I'm, be a test hub subject? I don't, I don't think that you have to enslave people in the Matrix. I think they would voluntarily plug in. Absolutely. 100%. I think there's a lot of people already that prefer their digital life to their real life. Yeah. And then if you were like, you can live in Fortnite, kids will be like, I guess I'm going to go live in Fortnite then. Bye. Well, it was just like when Elon Musk was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was talking about having a phone in your hand is basically that, but the connection between your brain to the phone is too slow. Too slow. Your thumbs mistyping shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're not that far away. This is like the, you guys ever see the, or read the book Ready Player One? No, but I'm aware of the movie. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like that, where it's this guy created a video game that everybody plugs into. And it's where they live their lives. So you go to school in this video game because we overpopulated the world. And so now they have planets in this video game that exist. And you can code your own planet. And you can create your own reality, basically. That is kind of a, that is kind of a solution to like, the lack of resources, right? Yeah. Like People always say, oh, we're going to migrate to different planets. But no, it's, it's said on the social network, um, the Facebook movie, when I can't remember who, what, what part it's at, but someone says, we migrated from farms into cities. And then we're going to migrate from cities to the internet. You can upload a person's consciousness onto like the you know like a digital if we haven't network. already. Yeah, I mean if we haven't already, but like we're already there, right? Like think yeah. about the difference between two thousand like nineteen ninety nine to now, and like how reliant you are on like using Man. the phone to think for you. I was still living in the Will two K in nineteen ninety nine. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, have you ever seen that documentary uh, about the video game Second Life, where it's essentially it's an online sims world but you are the sim and you interact with other people and there's like online marketplaces within this world where people now make their entire living 
So you don't have to leave your house. You just well, live in this. We're all proof world. positive that you can make your living in the cloud. Right? Mm-hmm. Every single person in here does. They don't transact in physical goods. Yeah, who needs them? I think that it's highly likely that, like, if you were able to create a simulation of, like, like Elon Musk talks about, like, basically AI and VR, and how the difference between Pong and like Fortnite, the believability and the graphics is so extreme that if gaming continues to develop even at like one percent mm-hmm. annually. That like it's very soon until it'll be a computerized reality that'll be indistinguishable from Earth. I mean, it it seems like it's it's going to happen in our lifetime, right? Because like if you like like I said with the the exponential growth curve taking such like a turn and moving upwards so quickly, it's like like more has happened in the past five ten years than has happened in the previous thousand years before that. So what's going to happen now between now and twenty thirty? Like what's going to exist? There's actually a really interesting religious theory about that. I took a uh, I took a sociology 400 level class when I was at the U of A about um, like religious sects and like new movements. And there's one uh, post-humanist group that believes that the technological growth curve, you know, so there's like, there's there's all this growth, right? And then it kind of spans upward like that. And then it gets to a point where humans can't comprehend what, what what the growth is anymore Techno- technology like gets pat this is like where we're getting to like ai mm-hmm. it's so like we can't beyond our grasp yeah we can't comprehend it what these people believe and why they're very pro technology and why they're pro like facebook pro elon musk pro things like that is they think that god is reaching back in time to rebuild itself as a machine to rule over humanity and that's what the exponential growth curve is whoa and there's like a, there's a massive cult dedicated to this. Really? Yeah. All I know for sure is that's going to be a strange look for everybody when we're being controlled by the machines. <laughs> if we aren't already, though. Not unlike the great look you would get with a fresh suit at Indochina. Oof. The way it works is you measure yourself up online or in store. I'm going to bounce over to you, Chris. You just got this experience yourself. You get measured up online or in store. You customize that baby. You choose your style of suit, whatever you want, your style, your look, your interior design. And then within two to three weeks later, you will have a fresh, wrinkle-free suit right out of the box. Chris, you did this but a week ago. Yeah, it was super cool. It was like much more in-depth than a normal suit fitting that I usually go to. Like there (laughs) there are aspects of the suit that I never even realized you could choose. Like the pockets and like what angle of pockets you want like the interior of the suit there's just everything about it and uh you got to pick it and it was super cool what'd your suit look like what'd you go with i got uh what animal did i get in kangaroos. oh kangaroos i got a kangaroo interior how could i forget would you get like a pouch no you don't have a kangaroo good yeah so you couldn't I'm, carry around like a smaller version of you i wish so i got the my my favorite part about the suit kangaroo interior and then you're allowed to like write your own uh embroidered message whether it's like your name or something on the inside of the suit and so i was uh i didn't know what to get um so jared and my uh the sales associate were were like you should write the punchline to your favorite joke because it's a great conversation starter so then he asked me what my favorite joke is is the australia one no that's my second favorite joke my favorite joke is why couldn't the bike stand up on its own wanya do you know no <laughs> the bike couldn't stand up on its own because it was too tired. Ah. So I got the punchline because it was too tired sewn on the inside of the which, coat jacket. Which version of two 
Uh, T W O. Okay. See, I would have if I was going to pick a slogan <laughs> for the inside of my suit. It's going to be, "Is this your card?" And then a number and a, a suit, and then you try and create a magic trick around that. So then you can just always crack that starter. out every time. Yeah. Little icebreaker. That also would have been great. If you would like to develop a card trick via the interior of your suit, get it done today. Go to Indochino.com. Get measured up. Go to any of their showrooms around the country and beautify your life with a fresh suit from our friends at Indochino. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Coom, it's your birthday, correct? Yes. Do you remember any big birthdays as a child that you were like, it is good to be six? Um, a really big birthday for me was, um, oh geez, I think it must've been like grade six. Me and all my friends had like the same birthday that year. So what we all did is we would go to the Ramada swimming pool off of like Gateway Boulevard. Oh yeah. And this, this pool was so good because there One was- One water slide? There's two water slides that were like pretty big and the water wasn't that intense on the slide. So you could very easily stop and crawl up a slide. So we'd stop and, and crawl up the slide. Then one kid would go down, try and knock everybody else over. And that was the goal. So we'd all be stopped in the slide. And the hotel like, people were like, no lifeguard on duty. And you're like, we'll be fine. Yeah, pretty much. So that was, uh, that was, that was, a, that was a big 12 years old, 12 grade years old. six. Yeah, it's all gone downhill since there. Oh, yeah. It peaked early. Ever Bag milk. Do you remember any D's birthdays? The only one that comes to mind uh, is probably my 18th birthday. Just based around the things that I learned that night. I learned... That a bar DJ can play into club by 50 cent two times an hour for six or seven hours. Because that was the hotness in 2003. Mm -hmm. I also learned that chartreuse tastes like Windex. Mm. I learned that a prairie fryer is a bad idea. Nobody should ever drink a prairie fire. And that uh, I can vomit up liters of fluid. What bar did you go to? It was a bar called Rednecks. It was out in uh, Morinville. I believe it's still there. I don't know if it's open. They had a Kino machine, and I won $23 on the Kino machine. Unbelievable. One for every year you've been alive, plus five. Hell yeah. Go play Kino. Don't play Kino, Chris. You can't win. Oh, I'm going now. Chris, birthdays? Uh, I can't remember too much when I was little, and in the past like five years. Not a big birthday guy anymore. Like, is Interesting. It, is it fair when you're, you're when you're old? You don't care about birthdays? Long extended white guy blink gif. You're not old. I know, I know. I'm older than Kuhn, though. It's just a young chap. Interesting. I'm a, I'm a month older than Cam. Anyways, older. a uh, a birthday, a memorable birthday. And you know what? I say I'm not a big birthday guy. When I was in university, I had the. It was like right in. Uh, I think it was like midterm week or something when my birthday was. And so I was like staying at home, and my friends were asking me what I. What are you laughing at? Dan looks like he's in a fucking K-hole right now. <laughs> he's just been stuck behind you staring for like five minutes. Actually, so yeah, so I was, I was busy studying for midterms, and I told my friends I'm not doing anything because it was like a Tuesday. Um, and I wasn't really big into birthdays then. Uh, so, or now. Or now. Have you ever been into birthdays? What's the deal with that? No, I, th I think I just like it's just not a big deal to me anymore. Um, but anyway, so I, I'm, I remember I'm in my apartment studying, and I go to the bathroom. Then I walk out of the bathroom, and all my friends that I was, like, texting about were standing in my hallway. And they're like, we're taking you out for supper. That's nice. And then I was like, oh, maybe I do like birthdays. This is nice. And then one of your friends had to threaten one of your other friends with death. Yes, exactly. And the night went downhill. Yeah. And but, then you hated birthdays again. Yeah, I think that was, like, the first... I wouldn't even call it a surprise party, but I'd call it a surprise party. I'd say party. it's a surprise yeah. party. So that was really nice. Coom, is that a surprise party? That's a surprise party. Yeah. I was very surprised. 
And my favorite birthday was the surprise party I had. Dan, birthday thoughts? Well, there's a reason I was down in that uh, that wormhole. Oh no, you remember in the year you did K? It was. Uh, <laughs> I just I I'm with Chris. Like I wasn't. A, I've never been a big birthday guy. And then I had this one birthday where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Fuck yeah. And I tried to put together a big birthday bash for myself. Oh no. Had a big oh. had a big table set up at a restaurant. It was nine eleven. Huge huge table. And then the towers uh, came down. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> nobody showed up though. Nobody showed up except for one friend. Oh no. And to her credit, like she 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 uh, we we went out afterwards and, and hung out and showed up to a couple people's places or whatever and, and it was a good time. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't I don't really put a lot of effort in oh, birthdays well, that's after a, that. That's a heartbreaker. That yeah, year. it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, I just think uh, <laughs> I try not to. I'm try not to be too down. But oh, damn, it, uh, well, you're never. My, my probably my best birthday was, and it was just very subtle. It was my first time here at the Nation, oh. and uh, Ronnie surprised uh, our accountant at the time uh, surprised me with a with a cake, and it was very nice to be able to spend. A birthday at work with your friends, ah. and uh, yeah. So that we was, also went to first round. We did go to first round that day and grabbed a couple cold ones. Ooh, yeah. So it was a it was a good time. Oh, but uh, yeah, birthdays are birthdays are a weird one. Like you can either just go one way or the other. Birthdays are stressful because you want to just like let go and have a good time, but you also feel like you're in charge of everybody else's good time. Like I don't like throwing a big party. It makes me anxious. In my birthday this year, I puked in my Uber. You did. Yeah. One star. Yep. That was at uh, Hart's table. Yep. Went and see some dueling pianos, making my way home. I'm like, sir, I don't think this is going to go well. And he's like, I can't stop here. And I said, okay. That was Neither can I. And I decorated the back of his RAV4. Conspiracy. That, that's all on him, though. That was all on him because you got charged for that afterwards. I did. How yeah. much Which they charged? Uh, $150. See, I think they, they want it to happen because he yes. cleans it up himself and he pockets the 150 Of course he did. I think people are driving around praying people puke in their Ubers. <laughs> They're like, oh, I just need one Maybe a week. he gets off to people puking. Bag Milk told him that he had to puke. Like, he gave him fair Yeah, man, warning. I feel like I gave the guy warning. But, uh, you know. It is what it is. Sometimes you drink a bunch of half-priced half price bottles of wine and you puke in an Uber. It happens. One time, this is a good story, Coon, because I went in a limousine. One time I was in a limousine in San Francisco with Jay, my other buddy, and I had to puke, and I had completely passed out the back, and I woke up, and I tried to, like, jiggle the window thing to, you know, make the window go away. <laughs> it was all locked, and I puked all over my buddy and then went back to sleep and then woke up again, and I was on a freeway, and everybody was gone in the car but me. And then the guy said, don't worry, sir. I know how to get you ho- back to your hotel. And he put the window back up. And then I fell asleep again. And I woke up. And he was like, fireman carrying me out of the limo. <laughs> That's great. Get out. Always get a quality car. The driver will go above and beyond, Coom. Last time I passed out in a taxi, I told him where I was going. It was after a nation event. I think probably during the playoffs when we had some pretty rough ones. I went, uh, told him where I, I lived. He, I passed out somewhere in the West End, kind of near my house. But he dropped me off like five, six blocks because I fell asleep and he wouldn't turn around. So he's like, you need to get out. Wouldn't turn around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having bad luck with my trying to be responsible. So in your Indochino suit, you should just put your address and then yeah. just be like, this is where I'm uh, going. Like a medic go. alert. Yeah. yeah. What's I, your? What's... I would love a medic alert, actually, like when I'm drunk and I push a button. But instead of like help, sending I've help. I've fallen, but I can't get up. Yeah. Instead of getting help, like they send chicken or something that I need. <laughs> Have you checked your Uber rating since that uh, puking? Yes, I have. And, and it has not changed. Oh, lucky. Incredible. You got a five star for puking? He's oh, like, thanks for your he, clean 150, buddy. I'm an elite puker. 
My best uh, puking in a vehicle story comes out of high school uh, on my way back from a party, and I was I had a red Solo cup in my hand, and I threw up in the red Solo cup and then just dished it out the window. Oh, smart. Uh, continued throwing up in the cup, back out the window, and it was a good system. No spillage was... No spillage happened. Ugh. Jealous? Pretty kind jealous. Kind of. Thanks. Kind of. Pretty jealous. I remember one time putting a buddy of mine in a shower. He was like passing out from being drunk. A mess. And I was like, I'm just going to put you in the shower and you are not allowed to leave the shower. And he's like, okay. And then I came back like two hours later in this house party and it looked like he'd just taken a hose of barf and just sprayed the inside of the shower in every direction. And I opened the door and I'm like, are you okay, buddy? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just made a big mess in the shower. I'm like, you just keep barfing. You'll be all right. He's like, are you sure I'm nothing's getting outside the shower? I'm like, no, no, you're fine. Left him, came back a little while later. Yeah, he's still barfing. And then at the end of the night, I just turned the shower on and just hosed him down. Life it, was, it was our little secret and we left. I almost got kicked out of a Mexican uh, resort for my buddy passing out in the shower. What? He passed out in the P. shower. Yes, if anyone passes out, you got to make sure they're sitting up. So they can't choke in their own vomit. Yeah, he was like doing the thing where and he not, like they're not unconscious. Lied down on his yeah. side and was passed out in the showers, just sure. falling on him. And when I got back from the disco or whatever it was, <laughs> so I thing, left him there for eight hours. No, he disappeared. I didn't know he ah. was there. So there was a group of us. He ventured off. We thought he was going to get food. Come back to my room after late night at the disco, and there was water <laughs> the pouring <laughs> out of like underneath the door oh, and into the no. hallway, and like we went outside to like because he went open the door and he had our key. So, we I'd have been outside. legitimately concerned he was D E D. Well, we couldn't figure it out. So, there was we went outside and there was water pouring off our balcony, like down into rooms below, and we're like, "Oh shit, this is bad news." So I broke the window to get into our room, and there he was, just like I wake him up, and he's like, he pops up, he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, we have got a real mess in here to clean up," and then he just looks around, he's like, "Oh." Well, like, we'll get it tomorrow. They won't even know. And then, like, shortly after, this is, like, 3 in the morning, the general manager is banging on our door, and I get hauled into the office with our other... Somewhat. Hauled into the office at the hotel as yeah. though you're an employee of the yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. And they were telling us that we were going to have to leave, and we're like, no, no, it was just a mistake. It was his birthday, and he passed out in the shower or whatever. And it's a just... mistake. So, yeah, it was like, we almost got kicked. It was night one at a, in, in Puerto Vallarta. You made, got a, kicked out. you made a nice waterfall feature on the balcony. I though. did. We that did. Was, one well, time I was at the Calgary impressive. Stampede and I was staying at this horrible hotel called The Point. And no matter how busy Calgary was for the Stampede, The Point was never booked out. And a buddy of mine was outside the window and he's like yelling. Ah, 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 and I'm yelling back. Ah, 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 and I knock the window out of the frame. <laughs> and it goes down two stories and shatters on a car hood. And I'm like, holy shit. And there's like 20 people in the parking lot that saw it. I'm like, okay. So I just went and got in the shower. Because I was super drunk and that was my move. So I'm in the shower, <laughs> like showering, hanging out. Cops, sure enough, banging the door with the manager. I get out of the shower. I'm like, what's the matter, officer? And they're like, did you knock a window out of the frame? I'm like, dear heavens, I hope not. I just returned home from a tough day toiling at work. <laughs> and they're like, carry on, sir. That was smooth. That was some fucking Jason Bourne shit. That yeah. was sly. I like that one. Yeah. I did. Uh, I had one time Young Nation Dan uh, got into Crystal Skull Vodka. Oof. And I... Bought one of the giant ones to, as a you know a vanity play mm-hmm. to have the skull for later on, and I drank an entire bottle of that in a night. And I went to the went to the room in this party that I was in, took a mattress off the single bed, brought that out, put that in the middle of the party, like right in the middle of the room, and passed the fuck out. Right, That's a power move. Right with like eight people around me drinking and having a good time. 
Then I woke up and I puked like no tomorrow. Ah. No tomorrow. The curse of the crystal skull. Yep. That's a good name for the episode, Bang Milk. Sure. Let's do that. There you go. There you go. Time? How are we doing? Seven minutes. Seven minutes in heaven. Do you want to try something crazy? You want to try the best and the worst of the week, which is a thing we occasionally do on real life when we get around to it? Sure. What's the best thing that happened to you this last week? I uh, turned 26. Unbelievable. When was that? Uh, today. Ah. It's personal fantastic. best. Fantastic. Wow. Okay. And the worst thing that happened to you in the last week? Turned 26. When was that? About a year older. Happened today. Oh. My VO2 max is now down 10%. Well, that's all right. It's been devastating. When's the last time you used all your VO2? Oh, like once a week, I'll usually do it. Just like, interesting. I don't know what it means. I don't. Know. Like Vo two is a hot oil, isn't it? Like for your hair. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Vo two is hot oil. Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. Sure. Or it's the way your body uh, brings oxygen to your muscles. Not real. It's a simulation. I'm yep. pretty sure that's what they used in Fast and the Furious to make the cars go fast. That's, that's gasoline. Exactly, yeah. yeah, NOS. That's yeah. gasoline. <laughs> like the wrapper. Bag milk, best and the worst of the week? Well, I'll tell you, Wanya. This is very exciting to me on two separate levels. Just this week, my favorite childhood band, Blink-182, released a tour, a North American tour with Lil Wayne. What? Lil Wayne? So Blink and Lil Wayne are touring this summer. Wow, that is a weird Are you doing like pairing. Let It Rock and all that It's a shit? very weird tour. AI made the decision for that data to come together, Coom. Yeah, it's a very weird tour, but I like it because I'm super into both. And they also released a video of a mashup, a live performance of the two. Blink's playing what my, uh, What's My Age Again, but the verses are Lil Wayne doing a Millie. So they released that mashup this, this week, and it's fantastic. Can we listen to this after the show? Of course. Of course. It's bananas, but I like it. Okay, worst? Uh, well, Cam turned 26, and that's really when did that exciting happen? for me. Uh, I think last week, two oh, weeks ago, something guy. like that. Poor guy. Terrible. Yeah. Chris? My best of the week was on Friday. We, uh, we went for some post-work beers at the Pint, and I, I biked to work that day. So I biked to work, uh, hitched the bike to the patio um, railing. And then uh, after the Pint, I went to me- meet some uh, friends at MKT. So I biked to MKT across the river. Wow. And then biked home. Wow. Uh, intoxicated. I don't know if you're allowed to. No. You're not? No. Okay, I was not intoxicated. Right. Um, you're drinking water. Yeah. And it was a nice late night bike ride. Oh. Uh, but my worst is that I broke my um, helmet rule. I didn't wear a helmet this to MKT. And, and you were drunk? Good. Where was your I wasn't worry? drunk. No. Where'd you put your helmet? Coom, are you a cop? Well, I stopped at home to drop off my backpack. And then I went to MKT. I was really thinking that your best of the week was going to be the new cell phone charger that I bought you. Oh, oh, that's also a whole other thing. My worst of the week is that bag milk broke my old cell phone charger. Best of the week, bag milk. How did you break it? Well, you see, I was using it, and it was he, Chris had a haggard one. It was like all frayed and shit. So I bumped my laptop, and it went to fall off the table upstairs. So I went to grab it, and I grabbed the cord. Saved the laptop. Did not save the cord. Thank you, Steve Jobs, for a sturdy handheld whatever. Yeah. Dan? My worst of the week is actually now for Chris. Uh, I know that one of the 14 listeners is a police officer, so RIP to Chris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Sanchez, if you're looking him up, officer. <laughs> and the best of the week Sanchez. Uh, was my mumsy visited from Nova Scotia. I saw a an days. adorable photo of you yes. making a face. Was that face... I want to buy a house, or was it? I bought a house and I don't have a developed basement. I bought a house and 
mom was just rattling off all the plans that she has for the house, but she doesn't live here. Right. And so it's, you know, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, love my mom to death, but she is, uh, she is a, she's a planner for everything. Ah. So, but it was nice to have her visiting and, and, uh, it was a nice short visit. So there's not a lot of, you know, tears at the end. Right. Saying goodbye. Did she stay at your house? She didn't. She stayed at my aunt's house. Uh, we take possession of the house on the 3rd of June. So then... The next time she comes to visit, she'll be able to sleep in her guest room, in our guest room. Cool. Cool. All yeah. right. Wanya? Best of the week? Shit. I mean, what's even really going on? Of Monsters and Men, new single. I did see that. that Do love of Monsters and Men. Do you like of Monsters and Men, Coom? No. No, eh? No. You put the rock sign up. I thought maybe you were playing yeah, I was baiting along. you in there. Ah. Excellent, excellent band from Iceland recording a new album, and they announced they're going to play at Iceland Airwaves, my favoritest festival that I go to. Iceland Airway? Like the, the plane? Uh, which? Oh, Air is the plane, yes. Air Waves is the oh, festival. Oh, I thought you meant like they are going to no. be on the, the various They airplanes. are actually going to be playing on a plane. I was in a plane in the Philippines on an airline called Cebu Pacific, and there was a guy playing his guitar at the front of the plane. For real? Yeah. It was annoying. I wish he shut that up. That sounds like a pain in the fucking It was ass. terrible. They were like, and now some in-flight entertainment, this guy who's singing, you know, and whatever. And then you're like forced to tip him on your way that's out because like, he's standing right there? That's like when you're on the subway in New York City and some guy comes on this, you're doing like tricks on the handrail and you're like, what? What are you doing? He's like, give me $10. I just like did a handstand on the fucking subway. And you're like, no. Kind of like that. Has that ever happened to you? Subway creatures? Subway creatures is a great account. Unbelievable. When I got in the subway in New York, I was like, I can't wait for subway creatures to come to life around me. And nothing happened. And you see like one large rat. Nothing. I never want to come. Didn't even see. I've never seen a cockroach. And I've never seen a rat in New York. Been there five times. God, man. I saw a rat when I was in New York in February that was like fucking like size of my leg. Like like my thigh for real yeah do you think they'll ever find technology to solve the rat problem in New York what, what are they gonna do like blow them up no you could introduce that's like, like the, the plot of Cloverfield you could introduce, like, introduce like a that, microbe right? that doesn't allow rats to procreate or some shit like down or the they have some kind of like something that treats the rats and now people start eating rats mm-hmm. I'd eat a rat I have eaten rat I have eaten rat yeah maybe not street rat no no I ate rat in Cambodia I knew what I was eating I ate field rat well, they told me it was field rat. Hmm. It was it was fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Rat fried rice. Fine. Disgusting. Hey. Thanks, everybody. Strange one this week, but it's uh, anything for Coom on his birthday. Happy birthday, Coom. Happy best, birthday, Coom. Best wishes. Talk to you later. It's just real life. Excuse me there. I just lost my trend of thought. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.